This is Basketball More Than a Game with coaches Goins and Quick. Former high school coach and player have teamed up again to share their knowledge of the game and life skills on and off the court. Brought to you by United States Basketball Association, the leader in youth basketball, usbahoops.com. Now get ready to chop it up with coaches Goins and Quick. All right, it's Monday evening, October the 24th. So we hope everybody has had a fantastic Monday, Coach Quick. Man, the month is the month is churning. We're working hard. I know you are. You've been on special assignment. So what's popping? Hey, what's going on, Coach G? You want to know what's popping with Coach Quick? Well, Coach Quick is so excited about our very special guest via telephone today. We're continuing our travels down Tobacco Road as we have a Tar Heel legend and national champion, Mr. Derek Phelps, via telephone with us today. So after this short break, Coach Goins and I are going to come right back, and we're chopping it up with the legendary point guard, Derek Phelps of the North Carolina Tar Heels. So make sure those sneakers are laced up tight. All right, we're back in. Coach Quick is, again, the mailman has responded. Coach, man, I'm so excited for our audience. I'm excited for ourselves. What do you have in store for us this week? Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to some and present to others. Put those hands together as we welcome Tar Heel legend and national champion of the 1992-93 national championship team, Derek Phelps. Welcome. Man, I really appreciate y'all having me on the GQ show, man. This is this is really awesome, man. And glad to uh, help out with this platform, man. And definitely show this Carolina love that you got going on here. Hey, man, I tell you what, Coach Phelps, man, we certainly appreciate it. Coach Quick, man, I know... Uh, you know, as I as I call him, uh, Coach Phelps, uh, the mailman, he constantly delivers uh, with these Carolina, you know, former players, these all-stars. So as we get into the set the table segment, we just want to thank our sponsor, and that's the United States Basketball Association for their passion and their dedication. So always check them out at usbahoops.com. Coach Quick, I'm going to let you deliver the first package to our very special guest. Without a doubt, Coach Phelps. Let's talk about the recruiting process for you coming out of high school and who was your top five schools and how did you come to your decision? Man, it was it's definitely a fun time, man, coming out of high school. This is 1990, uh, you know, coming out as a McDonald's All-American. My top five schools at the time were, of course, uh, North Carolina, Arizona, Syracuse, Kentucky, and Tennessee, and Tennessee, because I got family down there in those in those Nashville roots over there. <laughs> yes, sir. Absolutely, Coach G. You hear that? Man, he we... had Lou Olson come in his living room, Dean Smith, Rick Pitino, um, and I, I can't remember who, who the head coach of Tennessee was at the time. Wade Wade Houston. Wow. Wade. Uh, Houston. Yep, Allen Houston's father. Wow. Yes, sir. Wow. And also Jimmy Beheim out of Syracuse. But you know what, Coach Quick? Man, here's, here's the thing. I, I want to kind of step back in, in doing that whole recruiting process. But what about his McDonald's All-American game? Oh, wow. Right? So, I mean, <laughs> think about it. You, you, you roll up to McDonald's and somebody says, man, let me get a quarter cheese. 
Derek, <laughs> Derek Phelps pulls up there and said, how about giving me Eric Montrose, uh, Brian Reese, and Clifford Rozier? That's who, I, that's who I'm going to go to McDonald's with. So, hey, Coach, Coach Phelps, take us, take us to that McDonald's All-American. I mean, you played, you played in the McDonald's All-American game, again, with Montrose, Reese, and Rozier, and all y'all went to Carolina. I mean, like, good God, what'd y'all do, finish and get on the bus and go straight to Chapel Hill? Oh, man, I wish that was the case because after playing that game, man, we well, I played not with Eric at the time, Brian Reese and Clifford Rozier in that game. So I was all ready to go for my freshman year at Carolina after playing with those two guys in that game. I can imagine, man, because, you know, you, you think about that. When, you, when you're playing like that and you get a glimpse of who's going to be on the – on the court, you'd be like, man, you know what? I, I maybe I'm glad I didn't go to Tennessee, and and I'll holler back at Bayheim, and and I don't know if I'd have went to uh, uh, Rupp Arena and and suited up for them Wildcats. I'm glad I landed in Chapel Hill. So, Coach Quick, I'll kick it to you. Yes, sir. I I know probably turning down Bayheim was tough because that's sort of the hometown school, but um, being that you came from out of Christ the King. So just elaborate on your experience at Christ the King High School for a little bit and touch on some of the guys that you played with back in high school. Yeah, my my high school years, man, were great. Uh, Like I said, coming out of there as a McDonald's All-American, and funny part, I was fortunate to play with a high NBA pro guard in high school as well, in Khalid Reeves, and we, we are the same year. So we were known as the best backcourt in the country coming out of New York City. Wow. And, uh, and of course, he ended up going to Arizona, which was one of the schools that I was getting recruited to as well. So it was a possibility if I didn't go to Carolina, we could have been in the backcourt together at Arizona. But, uh, yeah, man, and uh, coming out of Christ the King, man, and I also had a player called Jamal Faulkner, ended up playing with uh, Alabama. That was a top-notch uh, a McDonald's All-American himself coming out of uh, back in '89, and the guys I played against in that era, man, it was it was big time. I played against Kenny Anderson, which of course I played against him and at Georgia Tech as well. I played against Jamal Mashburn was my class as well. Uh, got guys like Brian Reese, of course, my teammate. Uh, Adrian Autry actually went to Syracuse that year. He he was also a McDonald's All-American. Uh, played against. Uh, in New York City as well as uh, Robert Phelps that went to Providence. So it was it was a big class in 1990 coming out of New York City, man, that was very competitive and very challenging during my year. And the funny part, I was even first-team All-City. I was second-team All-City, so that's how wow. good New York City basketball wow. was coming out of, at wow. that time. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, uh, Coach Smith, that pipeline from New York City back in the day, it, it was driving straight down 95 coming to Chapel Hill. And, and man, I, I certainly enjoyed watching you play. And King, King Rice, who was out of New York as well, That, like I said, that New York City pipeline, Coach Smith, he didn't play. He went and got the guys from there, and I certainly appreciate it. Coach G, I'll kick it over to you. Well, you know what? Coach Smith had the pipeline, but also the, the guy from down south had a little bit of pipeline himself, and that's Coach Bobby Crimmins. You think you may? He he, Coach Smith might they might have they might have exited off ninety five, but they might have stayed. They might have went down eighty five and ended up in Atlanta because you know he had kid. I mean, think I mean Bruce Dow Ripple and, and all that stuff. But you know, think about that. All right, I, I got to go here, Coach Quick. If I don't go here, I'm gonna fall out of this chair. All right, Coach, yes, sir. Coach Phelps. Had, have you ever had the honor of playing at Rucker Park? Yes, will you, of course. Will you tell our listening audience what that experience is like? 
you don't understand the excitement of playing at Rucker. Uh, the biggest deal is if you don't go to Rucker Park and don't get a nickname, then you're not really doing anything at Rucker Park. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's put it that way. All right. And, uh, and when you make a basket or you make a you dribble, you shake somebody up, the crowd goes crazy. They jump on the court. So just imagine you try to you make you make a fancy move, make a fancy layup or a tough move. People will jump on the court like the excitement of the city is like buzzing. And like that New York basketball, especially back in the the early 90s, which we call the golden era. It, it, it was madness. So it just just imagine when you especially when an NBA guy comes into play, people come there, they're hanging on gates, they're sitting in trees, they looking at across the building, sitting on rooftops just to see those games in, in Rucker Park. Wow. Yeah, Coach Quick, I remember back in the day, I remember uh, when uh, the legendary Julius Dr. J. Irvin uh, was playing at the Rucker Park, just like Coach had just called it. There were people literally on top of the roof in the tree. I mean, they just, I mean, like, here's my thing, yes. Coach Quick. We, Coach Quick, we got to put that on our schedule. Not to go play at Rucker Park, of course, but we just need to, <laughs> we just need to do a sightseeing tour, roll up and see if they got some outlets, and we drop us a show at the Rucker Park. Your thoughts? Yes, sir. Epic battles in Rucker, and man, just just to be able to know that somebody is on this show today that's played in Rucker, man, that's big time for us, and I'm definitely enjoying this conversation. Yes, sir, without a doubt. So here's where I want to go with this this question right here. So coming out of New York, and and tell us about that time. Let me. Oh, I'm going to go here first, but I'm also going to let the cat out of the bag. We had a, somebody that was on the show last week. And we told him who was going to be on the show, and he had a nickname. And he used it. He when we told him, he said, "Man, guess who's next week? Guest is." We said, "Who?" He said, "Derek Fell." And I, he was like, "Oh my gosh, D Nice." Where did that come about? <laughs> well, it was a song back in the day. Uh, they called me D Nice by uh, D Nice himself, the, the, the big time DJ now that does all the quarantine club stuff. You know, so when that song came out early 80s, I mean, late late 80s. And once I came to uh, North Carolina, Rick Fox, King Rice, and Chilcott used to always call me D-Nice. <laughs> and, and and the biggest thing, like, when I used to, when we used to do conditioning drills, I used to rap the song while I'm running. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. I'm like, oh, they call me D-Nice. When I used to start running down, like, I used to run, like, a three-mile run or a mile run, I used to always rap when I was running. So I and D-Nice was one of my favorite rap songs during that time of course so and of course the d-nice stuck ever since how about that so we want to just thank our great friend mr pete chillcut for dropping that dime uh, on our guest today and that's none other than Derek d-nice phelps coach quick what you got yes sir coach phelps describe the feeling you had when coach smith coach gut and i know they brought coach Ford with them and they came in to visit you and sat down in your living room with you and your family yeah, it was kind of surreal. Uh, you know, when you see these guys on TV all the time, you know, you're you a young 18-year-old, you know, just playing basketball. You know, I'm from New York, and you got a guy like Dean Smith and the legendary Phil Ford and, and Coach Gutrich sitting in your living room talking about – and he wasn't even talking about basketball. He was talking about, you know, ed education-wise and, you know, where you can go when you graduate and, like, promising if you do come to Carolina – you know, that you, if you do go pro, you come back and get your degree. And that was one of the big, you know, selling points of Coach Smith at the time. And he knew he could play, he knows you could play, you know, he's the type of player that he wants you to be on his team, but he was more focused on 
your afterlife, you know, if, when you're done playing or an uh, injury happens. So that was a key moment, you know, for me, especially you want to play for a guy like that. Yes, sir. That's that family atmosphere that us, that us Tar Heels have, you know, that we all hear so much about. Coach Smith, Coach Williams, Coach Davis, even Coach Doherty as well. We brought that family atmosphere to Chapel Hill, and they brought it in your living room as well. He wanted to connect with you, with you and your family. He wanted you to know that he cared about you, the person, D. Phelps, and not just the basketball player. So I and I can definitely appreciate that. I know I told um, Pete Chilcutt last week. As I growing up as a kid in little old Carthage, North Carolina, I used to go out and play as the North Carolina Tar Heels by myself in the yard with my backboard on, on the pine tree and the goal hooked up to the pine tree. I used to um, simulate the Tar Heels. And that 1991 team, I definitely had to emulate you guys because, man, y'all were a special group. Yeah, man, we, we was pretty, man, pretty good, man. And, like, being my, fresh, my freshman year and playing with those type of guys like Rick Fox and King Rice and also Chillcut as our senior leadership, Man, I, I learned a lot from those guys, and that's the year we went to the Final Four. So I'm saying, man, this is an every year thing for me. <laughs> you know, yes, sir. I, I was loving it just for my first year. So I was, I was loving the situation, and just being in Carolina, that you just have that reputation of like, you know, of greatness and want to be good every single time. So man, once once I got the taste of it as a freshman, man, I want that thing to continue my, in my career, my four years there. Wow. Yes, wow. sir. Coach wow. G kicking it over to you. Well, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, our very special guest today on the GQ Coaches Show is Mr. Derek Phelps, the legendary point guard out of the great city of New York, but he played at the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill. So as we close out the Set the Table segment, we just want to thank our sponsors. The United States Basketball Association, the USBA, was founded in 2005. The USBA has been a leader in grassroots basketball tournaments and camps for boys and girls of all ages across the United States, Canada, and Puerto Rico. It is our goal to develop young people and equip them with skills that will help them advance both on and off the court. Visit their website at usbahoops.com. Their email is info at usbahoops.com or by telephone at 704-649-6812. All basketball, all the time. And thank you for playing USBA. There's a lot of reasons why people trust Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage. They have a diverse lineup of loan programs. So whether you're looking to buy a home, refinance, or tackle college expenses with your equity, you can put Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage in the game for you. Call 540-290-0558 or go online to alcova.com forward slash C Montgomery. Looking for something fun but different to do? Join a group of friends, family, or co-workers to destroy electronics, break some glass, or even throw some axes. At the Havoc House located downtown Waynesboro, Virginia, visit their website at HavocHouseVA.com and book your appointment today. The United States Basketball Association Future of the Game Annual Fall Showcase, the number one fall tournament for youth basketball. Over 100 teams are expected to participate October the 28th through the 30th, Marietta, Georgia. 
multiple court facilities. Players' write-ups will be provided by On The Radar Hoops. All teams are welcome to participate. Travel teams, school teams, rec teams. Boys teams, second through the ninth grade. Girls teams, fourth through the ninth grade. MVP awards for each division. Register online at turnthemachine.com forward slash E112102 or call USBA at 678-822-1235 for more information. You're listening to Basketball More Than Game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. All right, so we're back in, and as we set up the game plan segment, which is brought to you by Chris Montgomery of Alcova Mortgage, when it's time to get in the game, call Chris Montgomery at 540-290-0558. Coach Quick, man, we have been to New York and felt like I was ready to get on the ruckup, not to play, just to look at it. And we have just walked in the locker room of at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, as we're discussing with Coach Phelps today, what it was like being there. So, Coach, you have the opportunity. Yes, sir. Um, in our last segment, we just mentioned that 1991 team where you were a freshman and you, you were part of a very loaded um, recruiting class with Clifford Rozier, Brian Reese, Pat Sullivan, Kevin Salvador, and Eric Montrose. You guys got all the way to the Final Four. Describe what that feeling was like because you came oh so close to being a national champion in your freshman year. So just describe the disappointment and then the hunger and the desire to want to get back. Yeah, it was a great feeling. Like you said, getting to the Final Four is one of your goals, you know, playing college basketball. And, you know, we actually made it there. And me as being a freshman was like a huge part of the reason why I wanted to go to school like Carolina, have opportunity to make it to where we were at the time. And, man, so I was very excited about it. But the failure of us losing in that semifinal game against Kansas did kind of like, you know, you felt it a little bit. You know, me being a freshman, and you felt bad for the, for those senior guys too, you know, Rick Fox and King and uh, Pete Chilcutt. And you just wanted like, man, we're going to hopefully going to get here again, man. And once we do get here and have an opportunity, we're going to make sure we're going to win it the next time we get here. But I kind of enjoyed my time at that time at being a freshman, and like it gave me more excitement. Yes, sir. Coach C, kicking it over to you. Yeah, I want to stay right there for a second, Coach uh, Phelps. As you were talking about, after your, I want you to speak to our to the young to the young audience that's that's out there listening. You played in the national championship as a freshman, and and, it, and you just stated you had to get better. So during the all season, talk 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 to our listening audience about the grind, the work that you as a college basketball player has to put in in the offseason? Yeah, I think that's the biggest the biggest jump for yourself in college, especially you coming as a freshman. You know, you come in there as a skinny little guard or whatever size you are, and you have to improve. You have to improve your, your, your weight, the way you eat, the way you carry yourself, just the sitting, just, you know, being in the gym all the time, working on your game, working not just on your game with yourself and playing with your teammates during that summer too. So, you know, you know, usually guys just go home to their own, to their own little state or going back to, to their house. But you know, we as Carolina, we stayed together during the summer just to get better as a team, as a unit. And especially with guys like myself, I came in with five guys at the time with, with Rosier. Of course he didn't stay after the freshman year, but Brian Reese, Pat Sullivan, Kevin Salvadori, and also uh, Eric Montrose, those were my guys. 
So us staying together in the summertime and, and working during the summer and also just playing ball was like a very key of your development of being better for the next year. All right. I appreciate that. Coach Quick, man, what do you think, man? We've got on none other than Derek Phelps. Man, what, what's running through your mind, Coach? You, you, you grew up a Tar Heel fan. In the last two weeks, you've had the honor and privilege of talking to two guys that played the game at the highest level at the institution that you've grown and loved so much. Well, I want to hear from you. What, what's, what's on your mind, Coach Quick? Well, I can tell you this. It's a very surreal moment for me. Um, I feel like a kid in, uh, on Christmas morning waking up to be able to sit here and watch. I mean, talk to some of the guys that I grew up watching. The legendary point guard, Derek Phelps, Pete Chilcutt as well. But I, I was very special. I, I enjoyed watching Coach Phelps um, as he grew throughout his career at North Carolina. I mean, think about it. Coach G, he left North Carolina with, with career records as most steals in a game with nine, most steals in a career, 247. And, you know, he's the only guy in ACC history to have 600 assists, 400 rebounds, and uh, if, if the other stat was 200 steals. That's unbelievable. He's, he's the biggest point guard to ever win a national championship at North Carolina. Normally we have those shorter downhill guys, but Coach Phelps at 6'4", he would actually, actually get into you. He stayed in your chest. He guarded you like like never before. He was, he was the greatest defensive guard that I ever watched play. And as you and I, you know, we got something um, in store for him later on, special as far as the 1993 national championship game. So, you know, I'm, it's just a surreal moment for me right now. So, Coach Phelps, thank you. Thank you for accepting this invitation. It means everything to me. Nah, I appreciate you guys having me. Like I said, man, I don't get a chance to come to to that area as much, man, and be the you know give back and, and talk to guys that's uh, big fans, not just of Carolina, just of the game. And you know that that's just a wonderful thing, man. I can't I always gotta reach out and, and talk and give people that knowledge of what we what we've been through and what we've done. You know what, and that, and I certainly appreciate it. And just like I told you before, we came on the came on the air. It, it's 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 for, it's players that understand when we reach out and you guys take that invitation to be able so our listeners can just because you know some people only have the opportunity to listen. Some people, just like I told uh, Pete uh, last week, you know, I've had uh, I've only had the privilege of having Coach Smith and Mike Shashevsky in my living room just through my television. You know, I never had them come in and sit down and go, "Hey, you want to sign right here?" Uh, so in that, that's uh, and that and that's what this show is all about: is being able to to bring people uh, closer, and that's why our tagline is the real talk of sports. So here's where I want to go, and as Coach Quick threw out that stat, what rings in your mind, Coach Phelps, when you hear that you're the out of all of the players that played in the ACC from from the from the inception until today. 2022, you are the only player in ACC history to have 600 assists, 400 rebounds, and 200 steals. What runs through your mind when you hear that? That I, I can't believe that's still to this day with all the talented people that came out of the ACC that I'm the only one that has that stat line. That's For me, it's kind of like amazing, you know, stat that I can't believe I'm I'm the only one that done that, and uh, you know, and I gotta, you know, I gotta be appreciative too. You know, you gotta be humble about it. But you know, that's having that stat line means that I did some had some success to make my team 
you know, and, and those are different stats. So assist mean I was helping my team. Steals, I mean, I was helping too as guarding-wise. And rebounding as a guard, I was a big guard for myself as a point guard at Carolina, man. I, I went in there and, and battled those big giants sometimes to get those rebounds. So that's <laughs> just 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 to, just to have that going, man, I, just to help my team. And I, I'm just so privileged and proud. You know what? And and, uh, and and we're privileged and we're proud to to have you on our show. And as we're churning and we're just keep you know, just keep grinding, Coach Quick. Well, let me hear from you. Yes, sir, Coach Phelps. 1992-93 was a special year for you and the North Carolina Tar Heels. You finished 34 and four overall, won the ACC regular season title with a 14 and two record, a loss to Georgia Tech in the ACC championship game. You were injured. You didn't get to play in that game. So describe that feeling and what it was like. But you guys did something special six games later. Yeah, it was it was a you know me not getting hurt that with the Virginia game, the semifinals, and uh, and funny part that's, that's when I had my tailbone injury, and uh, yeah, I was very it was nervous and scary at the time when it when it happened because when it happened I didn't feel my legs. Wow. So. So it was a big scary moment. I'm up in Charlotte. It was a snowstorm, and I I, re, I recall they took my shoes off. You know, they would make sure that I had feeling in my toes. I felt a little bit, but I didn't feel my legs. So that was the funny, a funny situation at the time. And my mom was was out there in Charlotte at the time, but the ride to the hospital was crazy. It was very bumpy. It was snowing out outside. So. And uh, I ended up being okay, but on my way on my way back leaving hospital, I had no shoes. So I had to walk outside in the snow with those little slippers they give you oh, no. in the hospital in the cold weather. <laughs> so that's that's my vivid memory of that part. But me missing out on that Georgia Tech game, man, I wanted to be there for my guys, but it was a bigger bigger prize to be made be met uh, for us to have an opportunity to to go through that NCAA tournament during that time. Yes, sir. You know, it brings back to my, my remembrance. Um, and we almost beat Georgia Tech in that championship game. And I felt like if you'd have been there, we'd have been able to win. But, you know, sometimes circumstances happen and injuries are a part of the game. But you bounced back and was able to do something special that year. And Coach i I'll let you elaborate on that. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. I, I want to know. I want to go back to Coach Quick. We got to go back to Charlotte and we got to find out who let D-Nice out of the hospital. With slippers on his feet and snows on the ground, right. right? We need we need a note to somebody's file and say, "Man, this is D nice. You cannot let him walk out here in the snow." Do you realize he's got to be able to continue to play this game? No, I'm just how I'm just kind of clowning. But here here's where I want to go, Co- Coach Phelps. There was in in this ball game. I want to take you back. In this ball game, this play happened on the right hand side of the floor. There was a guy that came down. He picked the ball up, and when he did, there was two guys in the Carolina uniform. One's name was Lynch. I'm not going to call the other guy's name because you may know him pretty good. They tra- they trapped this young man, and this young man, he made a call. He made a signal, and most people call it a timeout, and he didn't have one. Do you know who the other guy that was trapping with George Lynch? Uh, it was a good-looking guy. He was six four, uh, from from New York City, uh, and uh, man, he was very quick and and agile. That led that guy into the corner, and uh, then my buddy G Lynch came in there and just the the infamous the infamous trap that Carolina always does was 
We just made it even more famous and made a guy called a timeout in it. <laughs> that would be myself, Derek Phelps, that was in that trap. How about that? How about that? And, folks, they went on to win – the 1993 NCAA championship, the Tar Heels defeated Michigan by a score of 77-71. And you know what, Coach Quick, we're going to go ahead and do this right now. We're going to step away, pay a few bills, but our very special guest via telephone is none other than Derek D. Nice Phelps, national champion from the University of North Carolina Tar Heels, and we'll be right back. There's a lot of reasons why people trust Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage. They have a diverse lineup of loan programs. So whether you're looking to buy a home, refinance, or tackle college expenses with your equity, you can put Chris Montgomery and Alcova Mortgage in the game for you. Call 540-290-0558 or go online to alcova.com forward slash C Montgomery. Looking for something fun but different to do? Join a group of friends, family, or co-workers to destroy electronics, break some glass, or even throw some axes. At the Havoc House located downtown Waynesboro, Virginia, visit their website at HavocHouseVA.com and book your appointment today. The United States Basketball Association, the USBA, was founded in 2005. The USBA has been a leader in grassroots basketball tournaments and camps for boys and girls of all ages across the United States, Canada, and Puerto Rico. It is our goal to develop young people and equip them with skills that will help them advance both on and off the court. Visit their website at usbahoops.com. Their email is info at usbahoops.com or by telephone at 704-649-6812. All basketball, all the time. And thank you for playing USBA. Looking for a smarter way to shop for your insurance for you and your families? Look no farther. There is help. With several different companies and plans to choose from, whether it's life insurance or Medicare supplemental plans, finding the right plan has never been easier. Licensed with multiple companies and able to shop various rates, plans to help find the best plan for you and your budget. Independent insurance broker Curtis Jackson is the one to call for help. Call Curtis now at 919-614-5796 for a no-cost consultation. Are you behind with your spring cleaning? Allow True Sparker Cleaners to clean your worries away. A veteran-owned business who serves Fayetteville and surrounding areas, call Ashley at Sparkle Cleaners today for your free estimate, 910-781-8488, and we will clean your worries away. You're listening to Basketball More in the Game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. Now, as we move into the timeout section, which I think is so appropriate because we just was talking about before we went to break how Derek Phelps, George Lynch trapped none other than Chris Webber in the corner and Michigan called the timeout, uh, and unfortunately, uh, Michigan did not have a timeout. So uh, uh, the rules of the game, they were uh, forced uh, into taking that. Uh, well, he called a timeout, and it forced, uh, by rules, the free throws to be administered. Uh, and like we said, Carolina went on to win that national championship that year. So here's where I want to go, Coach, quick, before I kick it to you. Yes, yeah, sir. Coach Phelps. When he called a timeout, 
Michigan didn't have a timeout. When did the celebration start? Ah, the celebration kind of started when it, you know what? I was, first of all, when he called the timeout, I had looked at the ref and like surprised that he made the call and like, the, you know, usually the ref would like swallow the whistle, let's put it that way, knowing that they didn't have any timeouts. Yes, sir. So my, my shock was like, oh man, you, you actually called the right play and like allowed that to happen. So we knew the game wasn't over with. Of course, we had to make free throws and we knew we were going to get the ball back, but you know, we had Donald Williams shooting at the line. I was not worried about him missing any free throws. <laughs> Just the way how hot he was during the during that Final Four run. Uh, yes, but, <laughs> and and once he made the free throws and knew we were going to get the ball back and get fouled again, we knew it was lights out. So definitely celebration started a little bit earlier than when the when the clock went to zero. How about that? And, he, and and Coach Quick, I know, he, you know what? As soon as he said Donna, you know what ran through my mind? As soon as uh, Coach uh, Phelps said uh, Donna Williams? What's that? What what did, what have you always, you always, you never call his full name. You always say D.W. D.W., yes, sir. And I, I, you, you're, the, you're, the only, you're the first person. I, when I remember, and again, Coach Phelps, Coach Quick and I go back 27 years, and I remember, he, and I was like, who? He says D.W. So I'll, give, I'll kick it to you, Coach Quick. Hey, yeah, hey, like you said, Coach G, I, I always called him D-Dub. Um, Donald Williams was special. Uh, when Hubert Davis graduated, Donald Williams came came in from Garner High School, and he was just plugged right into that starting five and um, became special with that group. And I'll never forget it, D-Nice. I tell you, that Final Four, you guys got redemption on Kansas from 1991. You beat Kansas in the National Semis, and Michigan went on to beat Jamal Mashburn in the Kentucky Wildcats. I'll never forget that year. It was a very special year for me. And the gratifying part of it was the national championship game. And as you guys were just sitting there chopping it up, about the um, the technical foul. Well, heck, the referees missed the walk call that he had when he cut, dribbled the ball in bounds. So I'm glad they got that call right with the technical foul. Well, <laughs> hey, I was I was trying to give him. I was just trying to give him a little bit of uh, you know, because I'm like, oh my god, he just walked. That's what I mean. I was like, oh god, he walked. He walked. <laughs> yes, sir. But earlier during that season, December 29th in the Rainbow Classic, you guys matched up with the fifth. I think. They were ranked fifth at the time, the Michigan Wolverines and the Fab Five. Well, we came out on the short end of the stick by one point in that game. i never forget it. It was heartbreak city for me. Jalen Rose threw up a prayer. I believe yes. it was Jalen Rose that made the shot, threw up a prayer, and last second shot beat us in the Rainbow Classic. But what a gratifying feeling. Talk about from that game to the national championship game, what that meant to you, Coach Phelps. Yeah, people really don't talk about that. We did play Michigan earlier that in that season in the Rainbow Classic in Hawaii, and uh, and it was a battle then, and uh, and just the competitive nature of us going against each other at that time was very, you know, heated at that time. And like I said, I think no, Jalen Rose tipped it in. I, I think I maybe Weber shot it over the rim, and Jalen Rose tipped it in yes, to, to beat us to beat us in uh in Hawaii in the Rainbow Classic. So. We was when we got to that point of knowing that it was an opportunity to play Michigan or Kentucky. We wanted Michigan because we wanted that revenge factor of us losing in Hawaii to have an opportunity to get the win back and and be on the biggest stage of getting a national championship. So that that run of us losing then that game and of course we ended up winning our rest of the games in that Hawaii Classic. We was definitely motivated 
that rest of the year of uh, getting back to, you know, getting to where we needed to be. And, and unfortunately, it was the national championship game against the team we lost to in Hawaii. Yes, sir. Um, take us take us through that the ACC losses that you had that year. You only lost to Duke and Wake Forest. The Wake Forest loss was more crushing to me. What about for you? Yeah, we got blown out. Yeah, that was yeah, that was at uh, Wake Forest too, and they they was a very talented team though. You know, with Rodney Rogers, uh, guys like that, and Childress. Those guys were pretty talented. And uh, you know, you know, in the ACC, it's always hard to play on the road. So, yep, and and going against, of course, we lost to Duke there at Duke, and of course, and uh, we lost at Wake Forest. Those, those two games were very pivotal for us, and was back to back. Yeah, I think it was back to back. So, you know, two two losses in a row was very rare at the time. The way we were playing, the way we was a good unit. You know, we was after those two losses. I think we really set our focus on. You know, finish out the rest of the year at a on a high note, and uh, you know we had great leaders that year. And, and George Lynch was our he- head captain. You know, and guys like Hendrick Rodel, you know, you don't hear much about was you know pivotal to our success as well. But you know, we was very focused, and we had the right leadership. And you know, of course, we were led by Coach Smith to put us in the right mind frame to get to where we were. Yes, sir. Coach G, I'll kick it over to you. Well, you know what, man? You you guys are sitting here. Y'all y'all taking me back, man. Y'all may you know and my I'm older than both of y'all. And as I sit here <laughs> and y'all and y'all taking me back, and I'm just like, man, I remember that game. And I mean it, it, and that's what makes special that's what makes, you know, basketball uh a special treat. Uh not just for myself, but you know, guys like D Nice and Coach Wick and, and I and I listen to the audience, the fans of basketball, because it just it takes you back. And when you go back and discuss games that, you know, whether you won or you lost, all of it is a learning experience and it allows us to to uh to grow. And here's where I want to go. You know what, Coach Quick, you know, it, Coach Phelps was he was an all American. He won a national championship. But do you know do you realize he's also he was also an MVP when he played in uh in Germany? Yes, sir. In two thousand and one, he was the German League MVP. He they also won. Uh, he also won two championships in the German League, two thousand one, two thousand two. So if you don't mind, Coach, take, take us to that to that era when you were over across the across the pond doing it internationally, playing at a high level. What was that? How what was that experience like? You know what? The experience was was tremendous and great. And like you know, me playing basketball, I have an opportunity to travel all over the world to play basketball is a is a great thing and a love for itself and who would never who who would have thought a guy like myself being from New York City had this opportunity to go to different countries and play play all over the world and uh I took that as, as a blessing and you know fortunate that I'm allowed I was allowed to do that so those those experiences and me going out there were very very real to me because it, was, it, was, it wasn't easy. Let's put it that way. I, I would tell kids today, the people I coach and stuff like that, overseas is not for everybody. Because you go out there, you got a different culture, different language. Just, just the, and you're so far away from home. And it's like you're going over there as a young 21, 22-year-old, 23-year-old. It's a, it's a different experience, man. And like I said, it's not for everybody. And But the strong will, the, the mental part, and the person that loves to play the game the way I did, it was a it was a it was a privilege that I could actually take my my talents to see to show people where else that 
you know, being being a Carolina guy, being a New York guy, to show them that hey, I could show show them this type of playing wise and mentally ball ball playing to, for these people out there in Europe. So man, I've been the blessing and fortunate to have that opportunity. Well, that's uh, that's a special thing, and as I'm sitting here reading down through the uh, career the career highlights and awards, just a tremendous, tremendous body of work. Being the being the MVP. Uh, of anything is is a huge accomplishment, but especially when you're doing it overseas where the talent is rich uh, and then be able to win two championships while you're over there again just speaks to the type of player you were. Also, Coach Quick, did you did you realize that in 1994, Coach Phelps was second team All-ACC? Absolutely. Yes, sir. And he would have probably been first team if you would have took that guy to Winston-Salem out of the ACC, Randolph Childress. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's probably where. That's probably who, who might have got the nod. I don't have that stat in front of me. You might, but I'm just thinking if if Randolph Childress is not in the lead, you know, and that's the thing. Sometimes people don't realize it's just like you know coming around. If uh, uh, you know if this guy wasn't in here, and if, just like you take Michael Jordan out of the NBA, Carl Malone might have won more MVPs. He might have won the he might have won the NBA championship. Sometimes it's all about timing. But I tell you what, Derek D. Nice Phelps, when you re- when you go top to bottom, Coach Quick, what? one heck of a career in that Carolina uniform. Your thoughts? Absolutely. I mean, like I said, he was one of my favorites growing up, just being able to watch him play. And like I said, he would actually, he would lock you down. D. Phelps was one of the best defensive guards I've ever seen come through North Carolina. He was really special. Just his body of work for four years is outstanding. You know, honorable mention in 1990, um, in 1992, or 93, that season, he was honorable mention. He come back with second team All-ACC in 94. Won the national championship in 93. And on that team, you think about it, he played with uh, um, Jeff McDennis, Jerry Stackhouse, and Rossi Wallace in 1994. I feel like he should have left North Carolina with three championships. <laughs> they were loaded. I, I, they absolutely loaded. But we were, sometimes we were got to have <laughs> Go ahead, repeat that. I, I said we were pretty talented my senior year, man, with those guys coming in and right with Rashid and uh Stackhouse and McGinnis. It was it was a it was definitely a a battle. I think our games are more battles in practice than it was real games because like just the challenge and the competitiveness of us guarding each other in practice it was very fun and, and competitive. But Coach Smith was like, All right, who am I gonna play in these games? <laughs> yes, sir. I agree. I felt like we beat each other up for you. Yes, Cause, yes. Because we definitely should have uh, won that thing in 94 as well. And I feel like you guys should have won it in 91. Yeah. And, and that's and that's the thing there is when you look at when you look can you can you imagine or what that feels like when you walk in that when you think about it when you go class is over you walk into the Smith Center and you walk in the locker room and as you're changing the locker room. Who if it take us there, uh, Coach? Who who was your who was your locker mates? Who was to the left and to the right in the locker room? Uh, you know what, man? Do I remember that? I had like a corner locker. So okay. <laughs> who, who was my little side man? It could it could have it been V Reese, you know? Cause you know we New Yorkers, so you know we we stick together wherever <laughs> we go. <laughs> but I, I definitely don't recall because they the change they changed the locker room so much now that I see it nowadays. I was like, man, they got NBA locker room. Okay, I, 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 I can only imagine. Coach Quick, I'll kick it over to you. Yes, sir. Here's where I want to go, Coach. Phelps. The, first, 
first, I'd like to give a shout-out to one of your former teammates who was also on the show, was a part of the 93 National Championship team, Mr. Ed Geff. I'm sure he will be glad to tell you hello, um, you know, being on the show today. But here's uh, where I want to go. In October 2010, you begin your coaching career as the video coordinator with Fordham University. How did that mold and shape you into being a bench coach? Uh, it's so funny, like, me coming out of college at the time, uh, Coach Smith always wanted me to get into coaching, like, right after college. I said, Coach, man, I have so much playing in me. I don't think that's going to ever happen, you know, at this moment. So I'm surprised that I actually got into the coaching business, and I had to start out as a video coordinator and uh, for college, for sure, because I kind of did some uh, – I went to my old high school and coached for, like, a couple of years before I actually got into the – video coordinator for at Fordham University. So that kind of like showing me if I could do a video coordinator spot, a, a position I'd never done in my life, it was a very, uh, you know, humbling experience because I'd never cut up tape, you know, make highlights, you know. So that was a whole new thing. I had to learn that that whole year, how to do all that stuff in, in a quick fashion for me to be part of a team and learning the college college administration and the business of the part of it. So me doing that pretty much gave me some respect around the college of college field of coaches and stuff like that. Seeing a guy like myself coming out of Carolina, played overseas for a long time to come in and do a, a position like that was like very uh, humbling and, and, and a good experience for me just to be in the business. Yes, sir. Coach, yeah, I kick it over to you for the next topic. Yes, sir. Well, listen, Coach, I want to do that, and, and here's where I want to go with this. If you don't mind, give us your most memorable North Carolina Tar Heel moment. Oh, my most memorable. Ah. Are we talking about for me, as the accolades of me playing or just me in my four years, my most memorable? Yeah, well, take it, 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 you know what? You can take us where you want to go. <laughs> Well, the most memorable, of course, to be the the Carolina National Championship game, you know, with the timeout situation with Chris Weber in the corner is the most memorable and most, I think, iconic one for me in my four years, of course, trapping him in that corner. Excellent, excellent. Coach Quick, I'll give it to you for uh, your closing comments. Coach Wilkes, I'd just like to say, man, I really appreciate you accepting this invitation. It's been an out-of-body moment for me to be able to sit here and have a conversation with you and other Tar Heels because when Coach Z tell you that, I hey, I bleed that Tar Heel blue, if you split me open, I, I've been a Tar Heel fan my entire life. And just to be able to watch you uh, run with that ball down the court and throw your fist up in the air after winning that national championship in 1993, that meant everything to me. I cried that night. And I'll cry today if you guys, if, if the Tar Heels lose. But that was a special moment. Coach Smith's second national title, one in second in New Orleans. And just to have you guys be a part of that, man, that meant everything to me. And to have you come on this show, thank you. God bless you and your family. And I bid you guys speed in your future endeavors. Excellent, excellent. Appreciate you uh, taking us there, Coach Quick. So I'll kick it over to uh, Coach Phelps for his closing remarks. Man, I really appreciate you guys having me, man. And like like I said, I don't get a chance to talk to you guys in this area 
where y'all what y'all doing this podcast and you know this ESPN thing, man. This is like a real a moment of me to have the opportunity to enjoy and talk about you know my experience and stuff like that, man. Like I don't get a chance to talk about it as much, but I'm glad you're bringing back old memories of 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 me playing with my teammates and also you know now I'm in my coaching field of me being part of this basketball thing for my continuous my life so you know this is a big, a big joy for me as well well you know what we certainly appreciate uh, you taking time out uh to join us uh, on monday evening and talking hoops and i know your schedule is is packed out but again like coach quick say you know we just wish you continued success thank you for your body of work on the court off the court the young men that uh you are impacting and and you, they come in as boys and you turn them uh, and then when they roll out their men. So we certainly appreciate it. So, folks, as we start wrapping up, we want to thank our very special guest via telephone, none other than Derek D. Nice Phelps, University of North Carolina Tar Heel National Champion. And we'll be right back. Looking for something fun but different to do? Join a group of friends, family, or co-workers to destroy electronics, break some glass, or even throw some axes. At the Havoc House located downtown Waynesboro, Virginia, Visit their website at HabitHouseVA.com and book your appointment today. The United States Basketball Association, the USBA, was founded in 2005. The USBA has been a leader in grassroots basketball tournaments and camps for boys and girls of all ages across the United States, Canada, and Puerto Rico. It is our goal to develop young people and equip them with skills that will help them advance both on and off the court. Visit their website at usbahoops.com. Their email is info at usbahoops.com or by telephone at 704-649-6812. All basketball, all the time. And thank you for playing USBA. There's a lot of reasons why people trust Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage. They have a diverse lineup of loan programs. So whether you're looking to buy a home, refinance, or tackle college expenses with your equity, you can put Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage in the game for you. Call 540-290-0558 or go online to alcova.com forward slash C Montgomery. Are you behind with your spring cleaning? Allow True Sparker Cleaners to clean your worries away. A veteran-owned business who serves Fayetteville and surrounding areas, call Ashley at Sparker Cleaners today for your free estimate. 910-781-8488 and we will clean your worries away. Looking for a smarter way to shop for your insurance for you and your families? Look no farther. There is help. With several different companies and plans to choose from, whether it's life insurance or Medicare supplemental plans, finding the right plan has never been easier. Licensed with multiple companies and able to shop various rates, plans to help find the best plan for you and your budget. Independent insurance broker Curtis Jackson is the one to call for help. Call Curtis now at 919-614-5796 for a no-cost consultation. You're listening to Basketball More Than Game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. 
All right, so we're back in, and as uh, we always say, Coach Quick, his new name is the Mailman Coach. You are always delivering. We've been down Tobacco Road two weeks in a row, man. Feels like I got some Tar Heel stickers on my car. What you think? Absolutely. Tobacco Road has been a very pleasant experience for us over the last couple of weeks. You know what? Just great job. You know, D-Nice, Coach Derek Phelps uh, was on, and we certainly uh, hope our listening audience had a great, great experience uh, as we went back in time with a legendary Tar Heel point guard, national champion, just just a tr- tremendous, tremendous body of work. So, Coach, we're in the real talk, and you know this is sponsored by USBA Hoop. So what's on your mind this week, Coach Quick? Well, first and foremost, I just wanted to say, you know, this gun violence, man, it's got to stop. Uh, you know, I, we're coming up with a lot of, lot of deaths in North Carolina over the past week. You know, we had a 15-year-old kid who goes out there and he, he's killed a lot of people, killed his brother, and I think there were five deaths in that in that situation. And I, this, the gun violence just got to stop, in my in my opinion. Well, you know what? It's uh, uh, and I you know, and I'm not gonna get out here and start bashing everybody and people. Oh, what about? Okay, you know what? Here's the thing: you just got to be responsible. If you're gonna own guns, you gotta lock them up. You know, if you want to own fifty, that's your business. But you better have fifty guns locked up. If you want to own five, that's fine. But you better have them locked up. Because how are these kids getting a hold of these guns? And I'm not getting into the a whole political thing. And we don't need anybody. Oh, we not listen what we're telling you. Okay, you own what you want to own. If you want to own a Rolls Royce and your money can, and you got Rolls Royce money, you you buy it. But you lock it up because somebody may try to break in. And that's all we're saying. Be responsible gun owners. I'm a gun owner. I know Coach Quick is a gun owner. And you know what? That's all right. But guess what? My stuff is locked. And when I need it, I can get to it. But, you know, we've got to be able to have, you got to put ownership somewhere. You got to own it, right? And I'm going to kind of go on this little tangent, Coach Quick, as uh, uh, Coach Dion was talking about. And, you know, hats off to Jackson State, you know, for him to be the first HBCU on 60 Minutes. Uh, and he's like he said uh, during that interview, he says, hey, if you're going to work at UPS, the they got to stand. You're going to work for UPS, you can wear a uniform. Showcase. You own a gun, lock it up. You've got kids in the house, basketball. lock them guns Over up from the kids. And you got to know what's October going on with your kids. you got to inspect 30th, that room. Marietta, you know, you, you don't turn, oh, that's my room. No, you know what? This is my address. I'm paying the bill, and I'm going to walk in that room, and I'm going to expect that. If the kids got social media, you need to be on there. You own whatever social media platform you need to know what's going on in your kids' life. Coach, your, your thoughts, man. Give me off this soapbox. MVP awards for each hey, division. Register online at turnthemachine.com forward slash E112102 or call USBA at 678-822-1235 for more information. That's higher than the number of soldiers killed in every U.S. conflict since the American War for Independence in 1775. In 2020 alone, more than 45,000 Americans died at the end at the end of a barrel of a gun, whether by homicide or suicide. So, man, be responsible. Lock those guns up. You know, there's no place for gun violence. Lock it up. You know what? That's exactly right, man. And I and I and I'm gonna be done with it. And I'm gonna get. I appreciate you getting me, getting me off the edge. But that that's the process, man. You know what? And then people say what they want to say. You know, bottom line, it's 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 a powerful, powerful machine. And what I mean by powerful, powerful machine, it's so much money being made, right? It's just like people go out and you know drink, they drink and drive, and all this other stuff, and all of that, all of that. But there's so much money being made. It's okay because everybody's what. Everybody's making money. Everybody, you know, everybody's getting fat off of it. You know what? 
it's money. And I get that. You making money and people are making money and people are smart. Okay, but you know what? And the right, and I've always said this, and you can go wherever you want to go with this. You know, the, the right people or the wrong people haven't been killed and it's no big deal. Yes, it is. You know what? Because, you know, I'm a victim of suicide. My father killed uh, himself uh, through suicide. You know what? And, and as a grown man uh, at 56 years old, uh, in the next uh, couple uh, couple weeks, it affects me. It still affects me because, you know what, I was a kid. I was 23 years old when it happened. And I think about it, when I hear about it, you know what, it's unfortunate act, but people do that. But what we're discussing is these young kids getting a hold of stuff. Uh, and, again, as parents, lock that stuff up, move on from it, be responsible uh, because, you know what, we just don't want it showing up and you have to deal with it like some of us and me, and me personally, has had to deal with it. So listen, we're going to step away, but you're in the middle of the Real Talk session with Coach Goins and Coach Quick, and we'll be right back. The United States Basketball Association, the USBA, was founded in 2005. The USBA has been a leader in grassroots basketball tournaments and camps for boys and girls of all ages across the United States, Canada, and Puerto Rico. It is our goal to develop young people and equip them with skills that will help them advance both on and off the court. Visit their website at usbahoops.com. Their email is info at usbahoops.com or by telephone at 704-649-6812. All basketball, all the time. There's a lot of reasons why people trust Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage. They have a diverse lineup of loan programs. So whether you're looking to buy a home, refinance, or tackle college expenses with your equity, you can put Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage in the game for you. Call 540-290-0558 or go online to alcova.com forward slash C Montgomery. Looking for something fun but different to do? Join a group of friends, family, or co-workers to destroy electronics, break some glass, or even throw some axes. At the Havoc House located downtown Waynesboro, Virginia, visit their website at HavocHouseVA.com and book your appointment. You're listening to Basketball More in the Game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. All right, we're still in the real talking sports, and you know what? We've had Derek Phelps on. We talked about what's going on in the world of sports. Hats off to Coach Dion. Uh, for being the first HBCU coach on 60 Minutes. You know what? Baseball is turning my Yankees. Coach Quick, man. Oh, your Yankees too, man. What? You know what? We 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 can't get guys around. That's our problem. Yeah, you're exactly right. And playing against those Astros has been pretty tough so far. You know what? Get the man's in, man on second and third. Can I get a base hit? Quit trying to swing for the fan. Just put the ball in play. My God, just put the Absolutely. ball in play. All right, so look, Coach, man, you, you got me. You, you're up by two games. I don't know if I've fallen asleep at the wheel. So last week you smoked me up. So what, what's your prediction for the Monday night game? Hey, you know what? Uh, I'm going to take the Chicago Bears over the New England Patriots this week. Man, you know what? I got to try to close the desk. So I'm got to take the Patriots over the Chicago Bears. Now, what's your take for Thursday night? Hey, I'm going with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens to beat the GOAT, Tom Brady, and the Buccaneers. All right, Coach, I got to close this Delta, man. So even though Tampa Bay's playing as bad as they're playing, I got to close this gap. So I got to roll uh, with the GOAT, Tom Brady, over the Ravens. Hey, Coach Quick, man, it was opening week in the NBA. 
What do you think, man? What's going on on the West Coast? Man, I tell you what, is a successful week with the NBA opening up, but not so successful for my Los Angeles Lakers. Man, front office, you got to do something. Make some changes. Put some shooters around AD and LeBron. And year 20 will be special. You know what, man? Pat Beverly, and they and I get Charles taking out the, the – fun. but what did he put up, Frank? What did he uh, – Westbrook put up a deuce. Is that right? That, that's, it. that's it. He was 0-4-11 from the floor. You know what? I think, I'll be honest with you, at 55 years old, I think I could have put on a Laker uniform. I don't know what size they got in their locker room, but I think I could have went out there and scored two points somewhere in the game. What you think? Absolutely. Without a doubt, you could have. You know what? And I don't get it, man, but you, you know what? You're exactly right. Uh, the Lakers have got to do something. It's not fair. It's just not right. But they've got to be able to do something. So listen, Coach Quick, it is always my privilege to share the mic with you as we chop it up. You know what to do, so go ahead and get us there. For Coach Goins, our very special guest, Tar Heel legend and point guard, national champion, Derek Phelps. And for myself, Coach Quick, we'll see you in the locker room. You've been listening to Basketball More Than a Game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. Our podcast is available on podbean.com.